It's March, everybody. Welcome back to the D2 Nation podcast. It's tourney time. The selection show is done. The brackets are filled and we're ready for some D2 tournament basketball. I'm your co-host, Wayne Cavati, and joining me as always is my partner in crime, Bethany Bowman. Are you ready for some basketball, Bethany? Yeah, always ready for tournament basketball. And so are our guests today. Once again, Northwest Missouri State men's basketball team will be competing for another national championship after winning the MIAA and yet another postseason showdown with Washburn. So joining us today are head coach Ben McCollum and star guard Diego Bernard. Welcome to the nation, gentlemen, and thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely, absolutely. It's not the postseason of basketball without some Bearcats on the show, so it had to be done. Um, We like to start every show kind of talking about what brought you to uh, Northwest Missouri State. So we'll start with Diego. Um, what, how was, what was the recruiting process like and what made you finally decide on coming to Northwest Missouri State? Yeah, um, <clears throat> probably going on my junior year, um, Coach Matt came up to Lafayette, um, talked to the coach uh, about me and um, was just seeing how I was doing and stuff. And uh, we kind of uh, developed a bond. Um, it wasn't too far from home. Um, I kind of wanted my, uh, my grandparents and family to uh, all come up and be able to watch me play still uh, after high school. So Northwest was just a home feeling, and I was just glad I came. Now, one of my favorite stories that I did was way back in 2019 uh, with you and your sister. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, and yeah. You both, yeah, and you both reached number one at the same time when, when she was Andrew. Was there ever a conversation between you two of going to the same school? Um, no, not really. Um, just like just like in high school, uh, she went down to uh, San Joe Bend, and I went to uh, San Joe Lafayette. Just the better program for uh, the the women's side and the better program for the men's side. That's we just like the competing for them. Yeah, that makes sense. And now, coach, you spent time as a player and a coach. So, what brought you uh, to Northwest? To Northwest, uh, I had a buddy that actually went down here, and I went junior college first, and then. Um, you know, I knew they had a good program with Steve Tapmeyer. So came down and, and actually kind of had a makeshift tryout. And uh, I think it was borderline walk-on tryout. And, and then uh, I kind of kind of saw it. And I'm like, yeah, okay, well, let me play against y'all's guys. And so played well. And they ended up offering me a scholarship and ended up coming here for, for two seasons uh, and, and playing for conference championships for both of them. And weren't you on the first team to make it to the Elite Eight uh, in Northwest? Yeah, yeah. We were, uh, what was that, uh, 2001, 2002, I think, maybe? Somewhere in that range, 2000, 2001, one of the two. Um, yeah, we were 29-3, and three, and uh, we ended up, I think we lost in the Elite Eight. I thought we had a really good chance to be able to win it if we would have kind of squeezed past that first game. But it was a fun experience. Had a really good team and, and learned a lot about culture and, and how to compete. And how exciting was it to come back to become the head coach? You know, it was exciting. You know, it's probably, you know, it's exciting when you get it. And then when you actually have to do the job, it's probably not quite as exciting because uh, you realize how incredibly difficult it is and you realize how little you actually know. Um, but as you grow and get better throughout, then it becomes a lot more um, enjoyable and a lot less stressful. Uh, I think for me, I, I just try to try to make the kids better and, and uh, hope that they have some success once they leave our program. And, and as long as I do that, I, I think um, we're doing a good job. And coach, weren't you on the same team and played with athletic director there at Northwest and women's head coach? Uh, Austin Meyer. Yeah. Austin was a, 
freshman when he was when I was a senior. Uh, so we still call him fresh meat. <laughs> so he's he was a fr- he was a good freshman. He's really good. Um, probably could play professionally. Uh, and then uh, yeah, Andy, I coached Andy. So I coached them both actually. So I, I never actually played with with Peterson. He was a um, I think he was a red shirt the year I was there. So I was his red shirt coach. And so we did red shirt workouts and he hated every minute of it, but it made him better. Well, that's pretty cool. You get to reunite with them now uh, all in different roles, but we've had uh, Trevor Hudgens and Ryan Hawkins both on the show and asked them the same thing. That 2019 season was a crazy one because with the personal losses you had, most people expected a rebuilding year. That was the complete opposite in an undefeated title run. Coach, let's go to you first this time. When did you realize how special that team could be? Uh, the third scrimmage. The the first scrimmage, we were awful. I think we even got, might have got beat out. I'm not sure. We don't keep visible score, but it was pretty rough. And then second one was a little bit better. And then the third one, we actually went to Rockers and we played fantastic. And we kind of find our niche. We had three really, really good guards and um, – obviously Diego, Trevor, and then a, a kid named Xavier Rhodes. And then we had a lot of those, what we have now, kind of those hybrid bigs where they're six, seven, can shoot, can post, can can drive. And so, um, you know, we just would expose mismatches consistently throughout the game. And, you know, our kids were were extremely humble and and just kind of wanted to do well. They they had no entitlement. Uh, they didn't have a lot of expectations for themselves. And, and it was uh, – it was one of the, uh, I know, you know, you get a lot of accolades for coach of the year. It was probably the easiest coaching job close to that I've done. Um, they really coached themselves and, and, and really wanted to perform and do well. There was, I didn't have to motivate them ever. Um, they were just, they were just a really good group. Uh, and a lot of that's because the external stuff as well. And Diego, what about for you uh, as a player? Was there ever a moment you thought that this team had the potential to do what they did? Um, every, every year going in, uh, you try to just win your last game that you uh, play, um, going into this season, I didn't think that we was ever going to go undefeated or even just play for a national championship after, after they lost the, the first round that previous year. Um, but then coming in, um, we had a good player named Joey Wittes and, um, every, every time that he stepped on the court, it could have been his last year, uh, or last time on the court. So. He just gave it gave it his all, and uh, I'm just happy that I that I'd be able to play with him. Yeah, you've had definitely some good players along the way, and that kind of leads into our next question for you, Diego, as as a player. Every year in in and college programs, you hear you know it's a completely new team, right? Because there's mm-hmm. so many people coming and going. But for you, you've got to play with a, a good core of people for the majority of the time you're there. Sure, you've lost Joey Buckets and Ryan Hawkins. You know, you lose those players, but you still have that core, and you've had Trevor the whole time. Yeah. What do you see from the, the start to now? What do you see the big difference um, with what the way that the Bearcats maybe look or play um, today as from where you started? Yeah, um, I feel like coming in my freshman year, um, I was just like a, a piece, just putting into the puzzle. Like everybody was already – putting in um and then I had to come in and just be do my role as my freshman and then as my years come on I've um, been a been a bigger role um on the on the team um just just having to play with just confidence in everybody and just being ready to play every game 
as we said, we've had Trevor Hutchins on, and he is widely considered maybe the best player in D2. So, Diego, you and him have been this incredible combo since day one. What is it like playing alongside Trevor? Man, it's, it's just incredible. That just Growing up, he, he's a year older than me. Um, just watching him play uh, with Mo Can, um, um, and then I was, I was a year younger, and so I, I was watching him there. And then when he came to Northwest, I was like, Man, we could we could be a bad one-two punch. And when I got here, it was just instant uh, chemistry. The first day we got uh, stepped on the court, and and you guys are seeing it now. Hey, coach, what's it like to uh, to get to coach that backcourt, Diego and Trevor? You know, uh, easy. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it's you're only as good as the players you have, and and uh, we were fortunate enough to have really good players. Um, you know, I recruited Diego, I think it was early as a sophomore year. I remember he was at an open gym or not. He was at our team camp, and I went up to his dad, and I said, gosh, I think he'd be a great Bearcat. <laughs> and uh, uh, he ended up being a pretty darn good one, better than I would have ever expected. Um, and then, obviously, Trevor as well. I mean, it's – it's uh, I, I, I don't know. I think we appreciate it now. Um, you know, I think uh, it almost gets to where you win so much and you accomplish so much that it may be taken for granted in the moment sometimes, like the greatness that you're seeing and the incredible dominance that you're seeing. I think in a few years, it'll probably be like, wow, that, that, was, that was one of the greatest teams in the history of Division II basketball, if not the greatest run uh, in the history of Division II basketball, and, and um, certainly the, the best backcourt. So let's talk a little bit about the Central Region. Um, obviously, you guys have had some battles over the year. Coach, you've been around it a lot longer than Diego. Make your pitch for why it's the best region in D2 basketball. Well, I think from a, a resource standpoint, all the schools in our in our conference, in particular in the NSIC, you know, they're funded at such a high level, and the schools are, are, are really quality universities. Um, you know, they're non-commuter, so you really feel like you're in a college community in a college town, so you can attract some of the best talent. Obviously, we've we've won three out of the last four national championships and come from this region. And then before that, it was Central Missouri State. Uh, Augustana won the national title. So, so we've won, I bet, roughly five out of the last seven, somewhere in that range, maybe. I don't know, five out of eight. Um, so we've won quite a few. And then obviously, Northern State lost the national title game the one season that um, that we were out of it. So um, you know, I, I think that that probably makes the case. I think top to bottom, it's as difficult as there is. Um, you know, even this year, it'll it'll be a really difficult race for for the uh, regional. Diego, as a follow up to that, what have been some of your most memorable tournament games? Yeah, um, <clears throat> probably the uh, the two national championships that I played in. Um, probably the West, the West Liberty game uh, last year. Um, then always just the battles with Washburn going into the MIAA tournament. Um, just having having um, them playing them games is always tough. Uh, and then we know they're going to be in the, the regional seasons too. So the MIAA teams are always hard to get past, and uh, I'm just ready to, to play. Yeah, yeah. If Washburn uh, beats Minnesota Duluth, we got another Northwest Washburn showdown. Yeah. Uh, Diego, we'll, we'll, we'll go to you first on this one. Um, this season was obviously a little different. You know, like we were we were joking that a five-loss season in Maryville is like the sky is falling, but obviously it's not that bad. What do the Bearcats have to do to win this tournament? Yeah, um, 
I just feel like when we uh, when we dropped a couple uh, there late, uh, people people started losing losing faith in us. Um, I just feel like we just got to uh, focus on what we can control, um, what we do at practice, what uh, we're going to do on the court and uh, play our defense. And I feel like we'll just be fine. Coach, what do you think? Yeah, I think anytime you go into a tournament setting, you, you just have to focus on the, the little things, the fine details and, and, and really be yourself. I think too often coaches and teams try to reinvent the wheel and, and be something that they're not. And a lot of times that gets them in trouble quick in a, in a regional setting. So you, you, you know, there's, you can't really control whether you win or lose. That's why these tournaments are so much fun to watch. You can control how you compete. You can control that, you know, you do the same things as you've done throughout the season. And, and that's um, really all up to you. And, and uh, if we do that, I think, um, you know, hopefully we get the results that we want. Coach, we had Rich Wright on the show earlier this uh, football season, and we got to talk a little bit about your relationship being the head coaches of two very successful programs there at Northwest. What makes them special, and how have you guys fed off each other's success, do you think? Yeah, I think, um, you know, just kind of football-specific and then Rich, but football-specific, you know, we fed, especially early on, we fed off their success a lot. We recruited to their success, and um, we recruited and said, hey, you know, they get, they get this many fans. I think we can do the same thing and, and really was able to show them that uh, this community would support a winner as long as we got it going. I think from Rich's perspective, um, you know, he came in um, after, after coach Doral and, and coach Churchma. Um, and so, you know, I'm able to see his development. I'm able to see, you know, some of the things that I did when I was first a head coach and, and um, you know, some of the good things and the bad things all at once. And it's, it's exciting to 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 see him get that program to grow. Uh, obviously, he's a he's a fierce competitor um, and an excellent teacher of of football and an excellent coach. and And uh, he'll be able to get that thing. I mean, they're already going, but again, in Bearcat Land, you know, going's a little bit different in Bearcat Land. You know, it's like you're not undefeated winning a national title. It's a terrible season. So, um, I I just kind of fell into my own my own deal. But <laughs> but there, I mean. Yeah, they're as good as any program in the country year in and year out. Yeah, here's the niche question here on the D2 podcast. What makes being D2 so special to you? Coach, we'll start with you. You kind of have that special um, relationship with it as a player and a coach. So what has made it special for you, first of all? Uh, yeah, I think, the, I think the innocence of it. I think there's a genuineness to Division II athletics. I think kids come here, you know, they always say, I chose Division II. And, and a lot of times you do choose and, and sometimes it chooses you and um, it makes it a neat experience because you're, you're there to, to win. You're there to um, make people around you better. Um, you're there to build relationships. You're there to make yourself better and, and leave a better human being. And uh, I think there's a pureness to it. And I, and I think that's what makes division two, you know, very, very special. And Diego, for you as a player, you've got to do, you know, pretty much the ultimate thing there for uh, for Northwest for many years. So your experience has had to be extra special. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, coming out of high school, I wasn't really recruited high um, to go either D1 or whatever. Um, a lot of schools in MIAA was reaching out, and um, me and Mag just uh, developed a bond and um, just a family uh, atmosphere around here just – unmatched everybody wants you to succeed everybody wants you to do good classroom or even on the court um 
I just feel like everybody, everybody's just a family atmosphere around here. Everybody knows everybody, and I'm just happy that I'm here. Diego, what bracket is behind you? It is the regional bracket, 2019. Yeah, 19. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was, I was gonna put the um. No, nah, I ain't even gonna say it. Nah. No, I, 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 we do, we do got another one on the other side from last year. But I, I was going to break because it was the national championship side. But no, nah, I just I just decided to go with this one. <laughs> I like it. I like How do you guys decide who gets to keep those? Huh? How do you whoever guys decide? Them. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever gets them first. No, no. Yeah. It's, 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 no it's normally like probably like the higher classmen get to choose if they wanted to go in their house or not. So we, me, Trav, Trav decided he wanted to go this one to go to our house. So we got this one. <laughs> all right so that was the easy part of the show and now we're going to close it out kind of like a little rapid fire fun question part of the show and it's called the d2 nation hot seat so are you both ready mm-hmm. yep. all right bethany let's get them started okay we'll start easy diego for you who is your favorite basketball player and team uh right now it would have to be uh, the lakers with russell westbrook I like it. Coach, for you, a little different. Who is a basketball coach you've admired over the years, and who's your favorite team? Uh, Jay Wright. And uh, I would say, I mean, my favorite team is the Northwest Bearcats. What is the, this is for both of you, what is the best sports movie of all time? Diego, you first. Mm, Sports movie. It was like some like standing tall or something like the football movie. Um, I can't I can't remember. I'm just gonna say Friday Night Lights. That's a good one. I like, I like that one too. Like that. <laughs> Boy, yeah, this you put me on the spot here. This is tough. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I'm, I was always a big fan of Rocky growing up, or like the Karate Kid. Those were two fantastic. Those are sports movies, kind of. Yeah, of course. There's tournaments there. Of course. Absolutely. That's the Karate Kid one. I mean, it's, you can't really beat those. No, great movie. All right, Diego, what are you and, you know, maybe your teammates in the locker room listening to pregame? Um, it's, it's a variety. Um, we listen to some, uh, some Drake, Rod Wave, uh, NBA Youngboy. Uh, it just, just depends on the mood. And, Coach, if you had the choice of what you could play over the speakers, what would you pick? BMX or Tupac, <laughs> no doubt. There's no other artist. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that answer. I liked it. Yeah. I, liked I, it. Was. <laughs> <laughs> I was. She sees me before games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. For both of you, what is your favorite food, Coach? First. Oh, uh, I'm going to go with um, probably steak, as rare as you can get it. Oh, nice. <laughs> Yeah, Bethany, we, we, we've had this conversation on here. Bethany doesn't go rare. That's gross. <laughs> oh, I, I, you can just sizzle it on both sides and I can eat it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would have to say uh, probably boneless barbecue wings. Okay, I like it. Yeah. You got the half price apps in Maryville you hit up a lot? <laughs> yeah, well, I just left Applebee's, so. <laughs> what show is your favorite binge-worthy television or Netflix show, uh, Coach, you start? Oh, binge-worthy Netflix. I, you know, I don't watch a lot of those, because if I start them, I can't stop them. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I've never really um, 
I've never really watched them. I mean, I had I like documentaries if I'm going to watch something with the uh, Alex Handled or uh, the uh, the climber, the mountain climber that climbed out Capitan. I can't remember the name of the movie, but or the documentary. That's one of my favorites. I know which one you're talking about. San Diego. Um, I just started uh, recently watching The Ranch, so I'm I'm a little into that right now. So how about Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. nice nice all right if you could choose between one superpower being either the ability to fly or being invisible which one would you choose diego um i think it'd be pretty fun to be invisible mess around with people just whisper in their ears um (laughs) i was gonna say i've seen some games that it looks like you're pretty close to flying as it is so yeah you may as well just go with (laughs) coach how about you no, no doubt invisible. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Sneak in and out of places. Then no one will talk to you, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got actually one more for Diego. Um, I'd asked you at the tournament in my way several years ago who had the best hair on the team. Um, Joey Wittis, Ryan Welty, or yourself. You said it, you for sure. Yeah, the curls. Now those two guys are gone, but Wes Dreamer was a little bit upset. He didn't get in for uh, Canada. Yeah. Are you still winning that battle? Yeah, um, I don't know, because uh, Wes got pretty good hair, and then uh, Spencer Schollers came along, too. He got, he got some little man bun action, too. But, I mean, it's hard to go away from the curls. I don't know. I, I got, might, might stick with myself one more year. I like it. I like it. Well, we're going to let you go. Uh, we know you have a busy week, and, and we really appreciate you taking a few minutes to be with us uh, tonight. Um, go get some rest. Get ready for another crazy tournament. And obviously, we wish you good luck the rest of the way. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate having us. Yes, yeah. thanks a lot for having us. Absolutely. And remember, D2 Nation, before we go, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and anywhere you want to listen to a podcast. Give us a follow, and we'll see you next week on the D2 Nation. Thank you.